Gone, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me, as always, is Ben Slinger. Hello. So today we're we're gonna do something a little bit different, Ooh. just because that's what I thought about. Hey Ben, what three me- words? Okay, there you go. I didn't know where we were going with this. <laughs> so what three words is a site that has split up the entire world into three meter by three meter chunks and given each one three words to designate what that is. We use a random latitude and longitude to get those three words and give it to each other as a prompt. So Ben, what three words? Voters mirroring CRISPR. (laughs) CRISPR makes me think (laughs) of vegetables, Mm. but I don't know if we want to go down the Starch Wars way or not. No, no, not Starch Wars. Mm. Not Starch Wars. But I get what you're you're talking about. Maybe this is aliens. Ooh, okay. And because what what they actually, um, when, when they vote- someone into 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 power okay they they go through a a process called the crisp that happens in a crisper okay crisps them up yeah what does it actually do nobody knows it, it hardens their shell basically oh okay so the okay these are aliens they have soft outer shells initially yeah. they're like soft shell crabs and yeah. the crisper just crisps just them, them up, up. <laughs> but it means that they're more protected yeah, because okay. I, I think in, in this world, and this is just me coming up with stuff off the top of my head, yeah. in this world, it's very much like Black Panther in the fact that uh, people in power get, you know, somewhat superhero okay. uh, things and, and they, they sort of have to do some protection. Their, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, an alien. All right. So, is this like an action sort of game then? Uh, is crisping perhaps only one of the things that you can do to modify yourself? Yeah. And it- it's not permanent. It needs to. It needs to happen a little bit more. Like, well, I mean, it could almost. It could almost just be your armor. You could. You could boil it down. Pun not intended. If you're a crab, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to just you crisp yourself up, and now you've got armor, and those outside bits of you get knocked off, and you have to like crisp yourself up again, <laughs> replenish <laughs> that that thing. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. Are you actually crab-like creatures? Like, do you have? Claws and 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 um, little beady eyes, or on stalks, or is it just that exoskeleton? It's just an exoskeleton sort of thing. Sort of thing. Hmm. And you know, you've you've you're the latest one who's been voted into into getting this yeah this power. Yes, yeah, and so you're going through the process. Yeah, and yeah, I, I <laughs> for some reason I, I I think of this as like potentially a part point and click, part side scrolling beat 'em up, like. You've still okay. got like your regular duties to sort of do, but then there's the occasional like action scene. That- <laughs> so it's part political thriller of this alien, you know, yeah, civilization, and part side-scrolling beat 'em up, all adult, double dragon, yeah, golden or, axe, yeah, probably more golden axe, more golden uh, axe. Okay, all right, I like that. Um, it's almost you're almost a bit of a Batman-ish type thing. Then it's like, all right, oh shit, like. I've, something's going down, but I've got to crisp up and get out. Yeah, and <laughs> so you, you go to you go to go down. Um, you being rather rich, you've created a crisp pole. Um, oh, so rather, just- so you can just get onto the pole. It's like and a go pizza down oven. Then- <laughs> it's like a pizza oven where yeah, as you go, as the time it takes you to go through it. <laughs> By the time you get to the bottom, you're all crisped up. <laughs> a crisp pole. <laughs> get on the pole. 
Um, <laughs> Mount that pole. <laughs> how do we fucking introduce this world to the player? <laughs> how do you give her enough of this backstory? I mean, I guess if it's the point and click stuff to start with, it's it's it introduces all of that and, you know, the intro is you getting voted in and then you've got a bit of, like, meeting your staff, you know, finding out about some of the key problems in the world, one of which is, I don't know, invasions of something that you have to fight against. Is it a neighbouring country, planet... Are they wings? Um, I, I think. <laughs> I think what it, is, what it is it's it's um there's a there's a parasite that is being detected in in the neighbouring um in the neighbouring county or or neighbouring country or whatever. Yeah. And when it takes over, you know, these people's minds, they turn into mindless killers, sort of thing. So you're you got to go kind of beat the crap out of them and and work out, you know. I like um, the idea. I like them. <laughs> I like that it's almost something like. The was it the brain slugs in Futurama? You yeah. just like sit on their head and take them over. That as you're doing this beat them up, you're not actually like punching people. You're you're coming and you're wearing them down until you can tear this thing off their head. Mm. And you've got these different finishes. Like I'm just picturing, you know, one finishing move is just like literally punching them in the face, and the thing flies off the back of their head and hits a wall. Another one is like you do a flip over the top of them and grab it on the way off and yank it off their head and squish it. Like some great moves as you're pulling these yeah. slug type things off of the heads of these these people, and then they're like, "Oh, thank you," and they run off screen. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> um. One of the things is though, what happens is that the boss of each area happens to be another crisped-up enemy. Oh, it's the crisped-up- Okay, each of the levels is you, like, clearing the brain slugs from a region or from another, you know, yeah. um, country or whatever, who, yeah, they have their own crisp hero, crispy hero. Um, and that could, that could just president. be- <laughs> President. Crisp. Prime crisp minister. <laughs> The crisp minister. The crisp minister. <laughs> the minister for crispness. <laughs> Merry crispness, everybody. <laughs> that that's the end. It's like Merry Christmas, Merry House, Father Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Father Christmas. He just goes around with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just he's crisp. He's the crisp one. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the idea of you going through and you. You come up against one of these enemies, and the further you go into the game, you realise that, like, these brain slugs aren't actually, like, from another planet or anything like that. They're actually being made. Ooh, okay. Well, and that's where the point and click bits come in, is you starting to figure out, like, getting behind the mystery. You've got your, you know, equivalent of your CIA and stuff, like, searching things out and and trying to track down sources, um, you know, which maybe gets you a mission where you're- Smashing your way through a lab where there's, you know, it you is still suspect- CIA. It's just crisp intelligence agency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, <laughs> Federal Bureau of Incrispination. Uh, Invest to crispness. <laughs> <laughs> crisp and crispus of crisped case crispus. <laughs> Crispy, crisp, crisp. And then, you know, and of course, you've got some relationship drama in there. Like, you know, your your wife is drifting away from you because you're so focused on finding who's creating the brain, brain slugs. And then, you you know, later in the game, reconcile and everyone's happy again. And, you know, lots of stuff in there that- Turns out that she's actually a scientist in the lab that created this, but she's not- Right. She, yeah. She's been coerced you know, into- 
well, like, no, you've got, you got to reconcile with her to try and like um, get her help because you realize that she's in danger because right, okay, you know, yeah, her boss is actually the one creating this this stuff, and-, and then of course she doesn't come home, and so you got to go through your side scrolling thing, and at the end the boss has got her about um, to put a about to the- brain slug her, yeah, and you don't want to punch your wife, like <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing at the end. <laughs> He's like, he puts the brain slug on her and you can't attack. <laughs> it's a whole like twist ending where you have to, I don't know, talk, talk, you know, talk to her until she, until it falls off naturally because it can't handle the strong emotions and how much mm. you love each other. Or the love seeps into the brain slug. And, and, and then you, you realize anymore. that you realize that the entire time you could have just been talking instead of beating the shit out of this thing. <laughs> There's all these people with black eyes just being like, what? I could have just asked. <laughs> Turns out that it didn't actually do anything. Like <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't even affecting their cognitive abilities. It was just on there. And people were just wearing them for, like, fashion. <laughs> shit. Um... Although it could be because I just, and you'll appreciate this because I just watched the slow invasion episode of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. with the, the cubes. Yeah. And so it could be that sort of situation where they're all wearing them as hats, but then they act. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that was a pretty cool episode. Power of three. All right. Three, two, one. What three words, Trevor? Humiliated, undersea, eclectic. Humiliated, undersea, eclectic. Okay. So this might be telling. Uh, and it's not as bad as it sounds, but I said I thought humili- uh, I saw humiliated and thought of school, like high school. Okay, school of fish. I get that. School of fish works. Um, I I saw eclectic and undersea, and then I thought, you know, submarines. You know, okay. eclectic sort of submarine, and then humiliated was this this submarine that you're that you happen to be mm. working on, nearly nearly decompressed when trying to go deep, and therefore they've been kind of humiliated because they the crew has or the actual anthropomorphic submarine. I do like the idea of an anthropomorphic submarine, <laughs> kind of a fleshy submarine, very similar to a fleshy house. Oh no, I don't know if I want to go down that route. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go to that right. What I was, I kind of like the idea of- We haven't talked about that idea for a long no, time. No, let's leave the flesh houses alone. <laughs> that's, that, that's what she said. <laughs> that only barely works. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> no, I think, I, I like the idea of almost like a, a small- Towns worth of people, but they're living on a submarine. I don't know if this mm. is a world where everyone, like, everyone's had to retreat underwater because of global warming or something. And so everyone's living yep. in these submarines that are essentially little towns. And then you maybe play a school kid in this town, like a high school kid, but you're getting your, like, your whole town is sort of the butt of, humili- of humiliation because. I don't know. Things have gone down that, you're, that you that, don't have a good reputation amongst all the other <laughs> sub sub towns. That they got disqualified from you know the um, world's best submarine competition because of like oh well or they compete. They have like high school sports and stuff. Maybe yeah, di- <laughs> different. Oh, I do. I do love do love this idea. Different of- sub towns meet at a place. For yeah, scheduled it, games and play each so, other in the tournament. So, what what is what is a collection of submarines called? <laughs> <laughs> a nucleus of submarines. Ooh, I do like that nucleus of submarines. Um, There's got to be an actual. 
collective noun. Collective noun summary. Pod uh, submarine. Fleet or flotilla is the sort of official thing, but Ugh, or a pack. Off. No, that a pack. It's not a pack, surely. That's not a pack. Fuck off. No, a um, float. Uh, yeah. Um, a sink. <laughs> a sink of submarines. <laughs> a ballast. A ballast of submarines. <laughs> we'll go with that. A ballast of submarines. That's there. You go. It doesn't really make sense. But it it doesn't cool. really make sense. <laughs> I was thinking a quantum of submarines. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really make sense. No. Um, but yeah, ballast. Ballast makes sense because it's a, it's I a mean, submarine it's, it's word. A, it's a term. Yeah, it's a submarine term. Um, so yeah, you you know, a ballast of you all get of you of towns mm-hmm. <laughs> gets together for yep. the regular. What do they play? Is this something? This is presumably something where people come out in their like gear in that they've got stuff that can work in the pressures of the deep ocean. Yeah, what what I think is is it's like it's an underwater version of polo. Okay, it's it's deep water polo. Deep water polo. <laughs> <laughs> the ball just keeps floating up in the air and you can catch it. It's still buoyant. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. No, no. But I it's, think- it's not as fastly point. There is a little bit of air in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe maybe. Okay, I I do kind of like the idea of because it would presumably move fairly slow through the water. Yeah. But that's part of it. Like you've just got this ball arcing through the air towards their side and you're like f- grabbing each other, pulling each other back, like fighting to get to it to like mm-hmm. reverse it and send back to your own goals and stuff. That's kind of interesting. Okay, and in between each play, you've got to get over to the over to the oxygen tank to to you know oh, you bring don't in have some air. Masks on. You've got goggles on, right? And to get air, you have to go over and you got your whole team thing. Okay. And you can hold in some air, and then you can go out again, and you know, right? Interesting. So, so it's- I guess because these, you know, this, this has been generations now of living in these subs. Yeah. Um, so everyone can like hold their breath for minutes at a time. Yeah, we're we're talking Guybrush Threepwood level of yeah. So you got like 10 of minutes. holding breath. So you yeah. got ten minutes, but each time you get hit, you lose a bit more air. Like oh, you get okay. hit. Oh, like, I love the I love what you could do with bubbles for that. Mm. Like just graphically, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think your team has come last. Yes, and it's that's just one of the ways that your your team's been humiliated. Like, well, I think it's a it's one of these underdog sports stories. Then it's like a Mighty Ducks or whatever, or a sand, Sandlot. No, that's that's not a sports one, is it? I don't know. Now, do do you um, fall in love with a with a cheerleader from the other side? Um, or so it's one of these things that, or something. Someone from the other side, then. Yeah, someone from the other side. Yeah, the scorer. <laughs> Their umpire. I don't know. Yeah, you have a meet cute in the middle of in the middle of the um. Ocean when you both bump heads. Yes. And you're looking to each other's eyes and you realize, oh shit, I I need more air. And they they help you. You look into each other's eyes as your bowl start to bulge from the lack of oxygen. (laughs) And and they they help you and help you down to their oxygen tank and they they give you a little bit of of air and you know go back to your team and they're all like razzing you and saying, like, why are you over, you know, with the enemy? And you're like, Oh I don't know. They're they're okay. Like a teenager would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm, I'm now, now I'm imagining that they've got these massive diving bells that you that everyone oh, you know swims up swims up underneath and they, and that's where they're talking. That's where the coach is sitting inside the diving bell. Yeah, it's like you like your um not your dugout your your 
whatever the where the team sits in baseball. Yeah, yeah that's cool. You've got these big diving bells on either side. They're like, <laughs> are they transparent though? So you can like see yeah. the coach sitting in there, or at least partially. Yeah. yeah. So you look over and you you see you <clears throat> see the coach just reaming out that that yeah, but it's soundproof. Other player, but <laughs> you just see you know the waggling the finger at, at them and. Okay, I really quite like this world we're building up. Yeah. So, is this, in in almost a similar way to the last one, is this a mix between point and click and then sports gameplay where you're actually playing the game? I think it's it's a little bit more, like, third-person-y. Yeah. There there are some click and uh, point and click mechanics in the fact. Some click and point. Uh, Who are you? Michael from- (laughs) Reset. <laughs> God damn it. That's, that's that's a pull. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're still listening out there, Michael, somewhere. <laughs> seen you in a few years. Uh, I'm actually friends with him on Epic, and I saw him playing Fortnite a little while ago, so we might end up catching up go. with him on there. That's Tell him we stage. called him out. <laughs> okay, so less, less point and click, or click and point, and more... <laughs> <laughs> like you still some some like conversation stuff, maybe some light yeah. inventory stuff. Yeah, um, almost a bit. It's giving me. Did you ever play Dodgeball Academia? It was on Game Pass for a while. Sort of more RPG ish, but mm. a lot of the like the the game main gameplay of it was playing dodgeball with the different mechanics that they gave you. And then, but then you'd like run around the the school and do quests and 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 talk to people and stuff. Cool. No, I haven't t- never played that. So kind of in that vein, but I think three D, obviously. Uh, yeah, not not two D because no. stuff two D. Well, and that'd be really <laughs> hard to do. Well, I guess you could have side scro- like just side on single plane for the um, polo. Oh, I stuff. like third person. <laughs> but third person cool. Yeah. Um, cool, Ben. What three words? Mm, briefs expressly mobs. So we don't briefs. really call them here, but briefs makes me think underwear. We don't really yeah, use that because term. of brief battles. Well, I mean, and but brief battles is because brief, like briefs are a type of underwear, obviously. Even though it's not particularly used that often, I think in Australia, uh, it could also be like legal briefs. Ooh, that could I bring like in that. the mob stuff. Although Ooh, I don't know if I want to go down the organised crime. Maybe yeah. it's mobs as in enemies in a game, and you're their lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you're suing the heroes. After <laughs> after being beaten assault. up, <laughs> yeah, like so so it's all these people who have just had their brain slugs removed and they're <laughs> <laughs> they're now suing the um the leader of this other this, this other country crisp, because crisp nation. <laughs> I do, although I do kind of like the idea of being a lawyer for video game bad guys. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Whether you're a defense lawyer for the crimes that they've committed or you're, or uh, you're prosecuting. Yeah, you're like bringing claims against the hero for you know unlawful assault or or whatever. I don't know. I don't know lawyer terms. I don't know lawyer speak, especially because the Australian legal shit is very different to the American one. Yes. What's a barrister anyway? Can't we just have a lawyer and do do we have to wear those stupid wigs? Like I just I don't get that. In this game, you definitely have to wear stupid wigs, but because it's you're part of your character creation, you get to like just choose from a great selection of wigs and unlock them as you go. <laughs> 
So it's not the typical white wigs. It's it's like that's just one. Maybe you start with that one, one and then you, like after your first case, you unlock a second wig. <laughs> you can have a mullet. <laughs> yeah, or it's just like a big beehive. Or <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, they can't be in natural hair color. Other than that, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> they all have to be powdered. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I mean, I could see this being. I mean, again, with the storylets, but it's ripe for bringing in new little chunks of, of story based around, like, legally different enough bad guys from different games. <laughs> hey, I'm Lord Bowder from the, <laughs> the Fungus Kingdom. <laughs> and I want to sue Lario um, <laughs> and Muigi. <laughs> Lario and Muigi, these <laughs> bastards have been stalking me and my wife, Peach. I mean, uh, Ge- Geech. <laughs> Apricot. Yeah. <laughs> my, wife, my wife, Fig. <laughs> uh, my legal wife. We've been married many times in very legal ways. <laughs> and she keeps on being kidnapped by Lario and Muigi. Yeah. And so then, you know, it's almost a soul good. Every time she this. escapes them um, and comes back to me, like, they yeah. they come and rescue her again. But I think in this world, he's telling the truth. Like, she's telling the truth. Yeah, like, this is not the, the, the f- kind of fucked up world of Mario where he does actually keep forcing this woman to marry him in, and kidnap her. Yeah. Lario and Muigi are essentially deluded themselves in, like, they are messed up and think- that yeah, they're trying to, that they're saving it, but. and then another one, uh, Zinc and Melda or, or Lelda, um, <laughs> <laughs> are facing off against Cannon, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, Cannon's really really annoyed because they can they keep on stealing two triangles that he owns, uh, two <laughs> right, they're just sculptures he made. He's a yeah. he's a. He's they're, a they're made of gold. Wannabe and- sculptor, and uh, he's an artist. He's trying to sell them on Etsy, but they keep stealing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're always slightly different, differently dressed up. Like, they um they say, oh, no, this ha- this happened earlier. Like, this is earlier in the timeline. I was like, what, what timeline? <laughs> so, you're the same people every time. <laughs> We're not the same people that came last time. <laughs> Mink, yeah. <laughs> zinc, and Lelda. <laughs> so, what's the gameplay? Is this? I mean, I'd kind of want to veer away from a Ace Attorney, Ace Attorney, Phoenix Wright sort of thing because that's the major law, you know, yeah. lawyer game that's been done. Um, is it more about how could you do a different law game? Papers, please style. <laughs> that could be interesting, actually. Yeah. Connecting up facts, or not necessarily connecting up facts, but connecting up events in a way that lets you have that gotcha moment of yep. you find you're essentially finding the hole in their defence, and then once you, it's all evidence based though. Like everything is evidence, unlike the other one where you're sort of just you're you're pressing on certain things that they say. It's like no, they've said something, and now you can you can just go no this um. This is what the timeline actually says, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you've got these little notes, essentially. As they give a piece of evidence, you're, like, taking notes. 
you can then link those up and move them around in that very physical papery way. Um, you've also yep. got any evidence that has come in t- that has been introduced. Um, I like the fact that your timeline is literally just post-it notes. Yeah, absolutely. Post-it notes on there. And I think you can- Multiple uh, select them. You can cross-examine- chunks at a time. Yeah, and- you can move them around for the timeline. But if you need more information, or if you want to press on a certain thing, you can essentially like drag that up to the stand and you continue asking questions about it. Yeah. And or you, a piece you of get evidence, to choose what you're asking about. Or connecting pieces of evidence and that- might open up a new line of questioning. Um, yeah, because unlike unlike Ace Attorney, which it's very limited in what in what you're actually talking about at any one time. If you go right now, I want to know about this. You can press them on on this part of the timeline, and you can mm. you can ask them questions about that. And yeah, it's more of a it's more of a methodical or not necessarily methodical, but like it's almost is a bit point and click adventure in a sense of you're combining certain pieces of evidence to say, hey, but what about this? And then that might give you a third piece of evidence that you then like slot into the timeline and you're sort of trying to fill those gaps and catch them out in a lie still or yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I like um, that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. So when, when your, you know, client professor Androidnik comes to say that this little blue porcupine yep. has been uh, coming- you Harassing know, you. Harassing and him. And stealing your rings. and Stealing his pet birds. Yeah. Then yeah, blowing you- up all blowing up all your vehicles. Like yeah, like just keeps just keeps smashing them to bits. And so you know, and you're up there and saying, so you know, so Ronick, can I just call you Ron? Why do you have to go fast? <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us about that? <laughs> and then you, you you can put together the timeline of you know this day in question on the day in question, mm. a on blue blur was seen and. A blue blur was seen in the green dune zone. <laughs> was that you? <laughs> All right. I think three, two, one words. One more. Yep. Okay. Uh, three, two, one words. Okay. Here we go. Get some words. Better poetical weather vane. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, let's steer away from writing any sort of poetry because- Yeah. That awesome. never works in a game. But weather vane. I like the- <sighs> Weather vane. I, I like mm. the idea of a better weather vane. What oh. is a better weather vane? I mean, hopefully it predicts- Or maybe it's just instead of a, like, cockerel on there, it's like some fucking cool dragon. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's the Dragons only- are so much better than chickens. Yeah. And and it's a story about this guy who's selling weather vanes on his Etsy store. Right. <laughs> it's actually it's one of these like it's uh it's based on your computer, so it's like an operating system. You're putting up listings, <laughs> answering emails, trying to sell these things. Like trying to get a you're trying to get a following on Twitter. You finally got like hit a thousand followers, and then some fucking billionaire came and bought bought the bought Twitter and, like, t- tanked the whole thing and you got to start fresh yeah. on this new social platform. Okay. Dragon Vein. Okay. Um, Is that the title? Or Dragon Vainia. Um. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, maybe you could put castles on there, too, because that kind of goes with dragons. Yeah. Ca- castle I mean, Veins? Castle Veins, yeah. yeah. I don't think- it- That's- Yep. I think that's, that's really good. Then you can have different, different things. Like you have knights, you can have, you know, castle gates that come down and, uh, dragons, uh, towers, mm-hmm. um, in which there can be princesses. Mm-hmm. Um, in this other one, you can see Rapunzel. Then there's a Dracula one. Yeah. Um, a whip. 
Yeah, that might be hard to get across. I mean, I guess like if you have it coiled. Yeah, a yeah, coiled loop. Yeah. Yep. So these are all these are all designs you can unlock, I guess. Um, as yeah, you on, go. on your on your Etsy store, Castlevania. Um, I don't think that's taken. It, it, it's it's a it's a cross not- between Castlevania and Mania. So yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how I got I'm not going to Google it, but I'm sure that hasn't been done before. I'm sure it hasn't been done before anyway. Mm. So, anyway, um, a better Castlevania uh, is all to do with weather vanes and selling them on, on, on Etsy. Yeah. Etsy. Yeah. And, like, building up your, your business via social media. And then you've got so some relationship stuff that starts going. You on. get an email. Yeah. And it's from- um, a little company called Konami, mm-hmm. uh, and and they send you like a a um you like know this weird thing of, called a cease and desist yeah called a cease and yep. desist uh, and you throw it in the bin to start with and then they send you another one yeah uh, and they send a hitman they they literally send a hitman to, to right like, yeah take and, you out and that's when it actually like pulls away a bounty from the screen even. for the first time like it's been about three hours into the game but the camera kind of pulls away from the screen that's been on the whole time and now it changes into like a stealth escape game as you as this hitman hunts you through your, your house yeah and then we get another season uh, season desist and it's from like io interactive yeah um, and they send not a hitman because that would that would uh, they, they send a bounty hunter yes. and then nintendo get involved uh because this one was called samus um <laughs> yeah it's a real problem um and, and then you know you Just really- because you you called your next one Space Pirates and and Ripley well, and <laughs> <laughs> well no what I find funny or Ridley is, or what whatever. I find interesting whatever. is that it's they haven't sent that after they haven't sent them after you they've sent them after the previous bounty hunter who was coming <laughs> after the previous hitman who was yes. coming for you yes um yeah <laughs> that's fuck that's that's it. the end of that's today it. that's. If you'd like to find us online, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. All of our episodes are up there. Uh, leave us a review. Let us know uh, who would have come after 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 Nintendo uh, <laughs> for their copyright that they were breaking. Mm. Um, if you like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that song is called Mad Defiance off of the album Containment Failure by the band Kuridust. You can find it at kuridust.bandcamp.com. It's free. Uh, there's a number of releases, so go enjoy that. That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm the prosecution for Bubsy the Bobcat. And you're going down. You stole all those bull balls. Yeah, you're fucked, man. Mm-hmm.